0: Welcome to The Beaver Bulletin, your new favorite weekly podcast from Buena Vista University's The TAC, here giving you all the news and updates from the last week. I'm your host Colin Imhoff, and don't forget to go check out all of the other great articles The TAC has to offer. Let's see what's on the board for this week of September 20th, 2020. Today we've got a quick COVID update from BVU, the very popular social media app TikTok being removed from the App Store, Of course, we have the event of the week and many more stories to come. If you want to learn more about any of these stories, scroll on down to the description and you can go check out these articles for yourself. Now to our first story. First up on the board is a quick BVU COVID-19 update. While COVID-19 has been a rising concern on the campus of Buena Vista University, the past week has been a promising one, as only five new cases have appeared over the weekend of the 12th. However, BVU only releases the active number of cases and not the total number of cases or the two-week transmission rate. With an increase of 30 cases two weeks ago, university officials outlined a new, more stringent policy, which seems to have had a positive effect on the number of active cases. On Sunday, September 6, Buena Vista University officials decided to put in place a no-visitation policy. This policy prohibited students from being in rooms that were not their own. Students violating this policy were to be removed from campus. Students were outraged about this, as many took to Twitter and stated that they felt like they were in a prison. This has raised questions about student mental health and if they are facing too much isolation. After postponing sports practices and requiring all-campus events and club meetings to happen virtually, university officials announced the possibility of a shelter-in-place, but opted not to go through with such order when the number of cases went down the following week. Next up on the board is BVU's increased enrollment despite the pandemic. While last year brought a larger freshman class than the school had seen in the past five years, This year's freshman class took it up to a new level, becoming the largest freshman class in the past decade. The university's total enrollment has ticked up 2.5%, with a total of 1,863 students, including online and graduate programs. This comes as a surprise, as nationally, college enrollment is expected to drop up to 20% this fall. A lot of BVU's increase is due to the growth of the online programs, allowing students to still pursue their degree from anywhere. With the growth in enrollment mid-pandemic, the next question is what will BVU's numbers look like post-pandemic? Especially as on-campus enrollment numbers have been flat for the past few years, making the current obstacle finding ways to increase on-campus enrollment for these small, private colleges. The third story on the board is a hard hitter with Iowa high school football. After the Iowa High School Baseball State Tournament was played in late July with 29,000 fans in attendance with few cases, it was obvious that the state of Iowa was going to be playing football in the fall despite the pandemic. The state of Iowa currently has 40 teams playing in 4A and 54 teams playing across all other divisions. The fate of each team, however, lies in the hands of each county's health department. Once a positive case is confirmed, it is the county health department that determines what happens next. The most common course of action has been a two-week suspension slash quarantine and can be devastating to a team at this point, as only about four weeks remain until the postseason. The pandemic is sure to affect the postseason, as very few high schools seem to be enforcing social distancing for crowds. The Iowa High School Sports Association has been adamant about having a crowd, but how can they enforce social distancing at a state championship game? Either way, Iowa's high school football season has been a success so far. Let's hope it continues. Moving to number four on the board is a shocking development with one of the world's largest social media platforms. TikTok, if you haven't heard, is a social media app with over 800 million users worldwide, making it one of the most popular social media apps to date. But that might soon change, as President Trump reached an agreement with the Chinese company that owns TikTok. Luckily, if you heard the rumors of TikTok being taken off the App Store, those rumors appear to be false. TikTok was and still is mainly owned by the Chinese company called ByteDance, and President Trump was suspicious of the app calling it Chinese spyware. ByteDance came to an agreement with President Trump as they would become TikTok global and give 20% stake to American companies Oracle and Walmart, allowing them to control the app on the American side. ByteDance also agreed to pay $5 billion in new tax treasury. While the Chinese still control the majority of TikTok, President Trump and the millions of American TikTok users um, seem to be happy with this arrangement. The fifth story on the board is a sad one that really hits the hearts of Americans. On September 18, 2020, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away at the age of 87 due to complications from pancreatic cancer. This was not her first fight with cancer, as she survived colon cancer in 1999 and has had other health complications since. Justice Ginsburg was only the second female to serve on the Supreme Court and was an enormous advocate for women's rights. Ginsburg refused retirement on her 80th birthday at the start of President Obama's second term. She stated that she planned to stay as long as I can do the job full steam. She would say, sometimes adding, there will be a president after this one, and I am hopeful that that president will be a fine president. Late in life, Ginsburg became a pop culture icon known to many as the notorious RBG. Her death has now set up a showdown in the Senate between the Republicans and Democrats as the two debate. Who should nominate her replacement, given the election is just more than a month away. The final thing on the board is of course our events of the week, the 2020 Emmys, or as some call it, the Pans Emmys. The 2020 Emmys will not be one to forget as Jimmy Kimmel hosted to an almost empty Staples Center with nominees tuning in from all around the world. While this, of course, was not normal, they were still able to make the whole thing work. When it comes to awards, here are some of the more memorable ones. Schnitz Creek broke a record with seven Primetime Awards and nine Emmys in total in the comedy categories, and Succession took home five awards including Best Drama Series. Tyler Perry accepted the Governor's Award, which recognizes extraordinary or cumulative accomplishment, and gave a heartful speech that tied a story about his grandmother to the experiences of black Americans. Zendaya made history by becoming the youngest winner for Best Lead Actress in a drama for her role in Euphoria. Possibly the most memorable event of the night was the several winners encouraging viewers to vote in the upcoming election. You can go check out the full list of winners with the link that is in the description. That's all on the bulletin board for this week, folks. Make sure to come back next week for more great stories and updates. Remember, if any story interested you and you would like to read more, links to all the articles are in the description. Also, don't forget to go check out more of the great articles from the TAC. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Beaver Bulletin. I'm your host, Colin Imhoff, and I'll see you next week.